Well, hello and welcome to What's Brewing, CISFO. What's Brewing, CISFO is a podcast produced for the California Community College's Student Financial Aid Administrators Association. I'm your host, Dennis Schrader. I serve as the 2021-2022 CISFO cast president. Today's episode is a makeup episode to account for nearly two weeks of on-air silence while I've been trying to take vacation. In this short but to-the-point episode and the next coming episodes, we're going to explore single financial aid or higher ed topics on each one. Let's get going. And again, welcome to a special episode, a makeup episode of What's Brewing CISFA. So we're not going to do all the normal sound effects and things. I do not have my co-host Dana with me today. Uh, she is back at the office. I'm recording from home. It's been a while since I've done recording from home, so it's a little different here. Packed up the studio, brought home uh, more than enough equipment, and we're ready to roll. So we're, we've got everything set and ready to go. So what I thought I would do, uh, and there's two things to this. We have some makeup episodes. Like I said, I've been off the air kind of in a sense for two weeks now, as I've been taking some vacation time out of the office, trying to stay away from work too. And I think that's really important to all of us, whether we work in financial aid or not, take time away, do other things. Don't keep going back to doing work all the time. Uh, I know we all think our jobs are just that important, but uh, they can all run for a while without us. So let your staff thrive or let your office thrive once in a while without you and see how things go. Um, it's again, you know, let others do some of the work. So what I thought I would do here is, uh, to make up again for being out from the show is give you guys some bonus episodes or, uh, makeup episodes as I call them. And so what I want to do is just kind of cover a few topics and there's going to be eight of these episodes. I'm recording them all in one day and I'll re- release them over the next four days through the Memorial day holiday. And then we'll be right back on schedule to have a Tuesday show next week, Tuesday, May 31st. I think it's the 31st. Let's hope it is. Otherwise, my calendar is wrong. But we're going to do that. And then the goal is to hit episode number 200 overall by the end of the month of June. And for two reasons. One, it gets us a, a full two seasons. Two, it officially closes out my past president year. And then three, which is yet to be decided, it may end What's Brewing CISFA. And we'll try some new projects thereafter, but I'd love to get to episode 200. So I calculated it. I have to do eight of these makeup episodes to keep us on target. So the first one, I figure we'd start with uh, an easy one or really a hard one when you think about it here. Financial aid as a concept, you know, like where it came from, why do we have it, all those things. Because it certainly has morphed over the years. I figure we talk a little bit about this. Now, one thing I will say is going through these short, they're going to be probably be under 10 minute episodes. Is that, you'll find that these are not the definitive answers to anything. So 
I mostly introductory. I want to introduce those who are not in financial aid to these, maybe reintroduce it to others, bring what knowledge I do have. And again, it's not fully comprehensive on all these topics, but at least bring these out there to you. So don't take these as definitive guides of what these all are. I'm hoping to at least be factually correct. Uh, but again, just really kind of introductory information here. So, you know, topics, uh, you know, keep them short and sweet. That's a whole goal over these next few episodes uh, and introduce you to some things. So this first one, financial aid as a concept. So how did it start? You know, if you think about it, we probably have had, uh, you know, financial aid in some way or another associated with going to college or it might have been seminary school back in the day uh, for a f- few hundred years. We've had colleges and universities established since, you know, the 1500s, 1600s here in the U.S. And I believe that I remember reading in one of my student affairs books from graduate school. It was back in the 1600s where the first recorded act of financial aid occurred where someone from the local town gave someone, it had to have been under $50 or something like that, to pay for their years of school. And that might have been even a seminary school there. So if you think about it, the cost of going to school back then, relatively little, you know, probably 50 bucks, maybe less uh, for tuition and fees. If there were any fees, there probably were no organized sports. So there probably was no student government to uh, eat up some of that extra money. Uh, and then, of course, you know, any books and supplies. I assume if you're an artist, you needed some supplies. But otherwise, it probably was just books. I can't imagine there were any uh, any computer-type related items that anybody would have needed. But financial aid, in a sense, started back when people still had need. And probably, again, hundreds of years ago. And it was probably very simple. You know, financial aid only seems to have gotten more complex. Because in a sense, it is. It's more complex because we have a variety of uh, types of institutions students can go to career colleges, two-year community colleges like the California Community Colleges, four-year universities, public or private, and graduate schools, of course. So when you add all that up, there's a lot of variety. And thus the costs are very varied across all these types of institutions. So it was almost inevitable that in order to get people to go to college who may not have the ways and means there would have to be some financial incentive to help them. Because if you think about it, up until the earlier parts of the, ninth, uh, the 20th century, the, you know, the 1900s, it was not as common for people to go to college. And most people went right from uh, the K-12 through system into the work world. We had some other uh, disruptors in there, of course. We had World War II. And that really created one of the biggest financial aid programs, the GI Bill which allowed many returning soldiers to go off to college. Because if you think about it, when you had hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people returning from war, maybe not every industry could have absorbed everybody. And again, we wanted to retrain people or train people because people may have come right out of high school and right into you know, serving on the battlefield. So the GI Bill, one of the most massive financial aid programs out there. Now, the other one that you hear the most about is, and we always quote this in all our publications and stuff, 
most federal aid came out of the Higher Education Act of 1965, and as we always write, as amended. Because over time, it has been amended many times. The whole idea is that it does get reauthorized as a bill. Usually, it was like every four to six years, uh, but they have yet to really do a, a thorough reworking of it in, uh, in my lifetime, I should say. But it is, in the, on the federal level at least, where, where financial aid is a concept. The Higher Ed Act of 1965 is kind of that starting point. You know, we had some certain things that came along for certain reasons. You know, people talk about the Sputnik moment in time where um, the USSR and Russia had put up a satellite. And there was then this massive push within the United States to better that. And so looking back to presidents like President Kennedy, John F. Kennedy, there was this massive push, of course, then to get to the moon, right? And so with that, there needed to be funding to get people into college for all the types of work that had to be done, you know, generally in the field of science and math, to get us to that point. And so that's one of the programs I remember hearing that came right out of that, and it's kind of gone to the wayside recently, is the Perkins Loan Program. The idea that we would lend money to students to go to college. So the Perkins loans, which uh, don't really exist anymore, we have different federal student loans uh, do. Now, along the way, different presidential administrations have had their different takes on financial aid. Uh, For example, our federal loan program used to be called the Federal Family Education Loan Program, and it was kind of a partnership between the federal government and lenders making guarantees but the lenders borrowing, lending out the money to students. Well, early in the 90s, uh, the president at the time introduced what we call federal direct loans, where for some schools at that time, and it wasn't a big number, loan money would come straight from the U.S. Treasury and be loaned straight from the federal government. For those in financial aid, as we know, what, at least 10 years or more ago, That really kind of flip-flopped, and now it's literally 100% direct loans, and that federal family education loan program has gone away. But we've had other programs. We've had academic competitiveness grants added, I believe, in the early 2000s, an idea of adding some academic requirements beyond just having to make academic progress and stay on target, a new program specifically about academic competitiveness and again the idea to jumpstart some new students going to school and staying on target there used to be one scholarship program from the federal government called the robert bird scholarship that has come and gone i think what they did is they just unfunded it so it's one of those things like in federal or state governments if you just stop funding it it may still be on the books but you just don't have money to run the program uh, last couple things here I see, you know, on my list, I forgot and I couldn't forget this. We have the Iraq and Afghanistan service grant that was instituted sometime after we started uh, uh, work, uh, uh, you know, military involvement in Iraq and Afghanistan in the early 2000s. And so that was meant to help students who may not qualify for Pell Grant, but the program was meant to give them, in a sense, those returning and who met certain criteria. Um, 
or family members of uh, a, a grant that would be similar to the Pell Grant amount. Lastly on this, as far as as a concept, something that came out uh, in the later 2000s were what we call gainful employment rules. And idea here was people were starting to start starting to look at tying whether or not students taking certain types of non-degree programs, what we would call certificate programs, were finding gainful employment from those programs. Keeping in mind that those programs are short-term, like a year, maybe a year and a half. You're doing only classes in your program. You're not doing humanities and science and all that other stuff. But are these programs leading to gainful employment? Those have kind of come, waned a little bit, but there's still talk of doing that because the idea is we don't want students to be, in a sense, paying $50,000 to get a certificate in something where their starting wage is not much higher than the minimum wage. And there's really not a gainful employment aspect to that program, is there? But that's only parts of this whole concept. And we, again, we can't forget about the state level involvement either. We have Cal Grants. We had the middle class scholarship program come up during my time while working out here in California uh, to, to help supplement um, some tuition payments for middle class families. We have Chafee grants that come from the federal government but are managed and administered by the state. And over time, we've had massive and multiple changes to the Cal Grant program, adding to it as far as money for students with dependents or former or current foster youth. And of course, we have our fee waiver program in the community colleges too, which again, as a concept on its own, is the idea that all it does is waive enrollment fees or what we think of as tuition. For whatever reason in the community colleges, it's called enrollment fees versus tuition at all the four-year schools. Like I said, this is not to be a fully encompassing episode on everything about financial aid, but I wanted to just touch upon a topic. And so this is where we're actually going to leave off with the basic concepts of financial aid. We'll probably have more later. And definitely one of the last episodes I'm going to talk about are resources to learn more about higher education and financial aid. So this is about all we have time for today on this episode. But don't worry, there is another episode coming soon. I want to thank you, our audience, for tuning in. Remember, What's Brewing Seasway is a production of Studio 1051, a creative collaboration of me and Dana Yarbrough. This has been episode number 184, recorded Friday, May 27th, 2022. Have a great day.